Hey yo, this is the one and only R.A. The Rugged Man, Suffolk County, American Low Life, and I'm chilling here with Dead End Hip Hop, watching my fellas do their thing. Keep your eye on it. Pah! That in hip hop, we are here in Atlanta at the A3C, and we are hanging out with the legendary R.A. the Rugged Man. Hey, Rugged man, what's going on, man? It's good. How come you didn't have to wear the dead end shirt? Like, the cool guy, like <laughs> he, I know he's the cool. I don't That's what I tell him all I the time. Myself. I rep I myself. I mean, right. He does all the time. These yeah. guys like repping dead end. <laughs> they won't give me one that fits. <laughs> yeah, it's too, it's too loose for him. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a long time since you played Atlanta. I don't remember when I played. I think eight, ten years ago. Eight yeah. Years ago, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So you kind of hyped. Yeah, I hope people come because, like I said, there's three shows at the same, four shows. I got Talib at one venue, already Rugged Man, another Rock Marcy at another, Bun B at another, all at four different venues at the same, you know, it's like, so let's see, you know, maybe they should have made it two venues and stacked the cards or something. Right. So hopefully, hopefully people come out and uh, Atlanta gets to see me. We'll see what happens, you know? Yeah, cool. So is anybody you're trying to catch? I went to uh, see Rock. Uh, from Helter Skelter and Farrell March and Ghostface and, and everybody last night, Sky Zoo. I, didn't, I met, but then they started, they put rock on her, everyone on early, so I got there and everyone was over except Ghost, so I fucked up. <laughs> Fell asleep in my hotel room, woke up, oh, go to Ghost Show. I, I didn't think Rap Show started at 7. Right. They was prolonging him for so long, he didn't get on to like almost an hour after he was supposedly Ghost, supposed to yeah. be. Yeah. Well, I didn't miss Ghost. Instead. Yeah. I miss yeah. everybody else's set, you know. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, Monch killed it. I'm like, oh, yeah, great. I was on the way, you know, and, and then the transportation, like, yo, how do I get there? And it was all a mess, finally taxi, that's fuck nobody, it, you know. <laughs> Then the dude had to shove the dude. Back, oh, I, I, I went backstage and the dude was, I, I said, yeah, I'm already a rugged man. He said, he said, oh, do you have your green pass or whatever? Oh, no. so I pulled it out, he's like, oh, wow. And the bouncer, oh, that's not the right pass. And the, he's, 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 he said, the guy next to him said, uh, Yo, Ray, I'm a big fan, but you, if you don't, and I said, don't disrespect me, disrespect me. He said, come on, Ray, he took me back there. <laughs> wow, you know? he wasn't gonna let you through? Yeah, yeah, but I felt mad. I was like, yeah. oh, like I was gonna fucking strangle this boy. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? You know, come on, man, all my friends are back there, and you're gonna be a fucking jerk off. People that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. But, but, then, but then, but then he, well, they had fucking Rex, one of the best lyricists out there. They had Rex sitting out, so they wouldn't even let him in the club at all. Like, like at least they let me in. Rex was sitting in the parking lot, chilling with, with a, a, a What's Lord Diggins' younger brother? Um, he has this smelly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song about the stinky pussy. Uh, uh, Shot <laughs> stimuli, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they're sitting in the fucking parking lot. Yeah, yeah, he had a he had a, yeah, yeah. He had a cast yeah, on. Yeah, didn't yeah, he? yeah, that was yeah, 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 yeah. And they wouldn't let them in. I don't know if Shot couldn't get in or not, but I know Rex couldn't get in. Mm. And shit, uh, and they wouldn't let him in. Oh, you don't have the right credential on time or whatever. It's like, oh, fucking I asshole. mean, he's performed at see before, so yeah. that's like kind of crazy they didn't yeah. let him in. And, and even if like he I had said, the dude even knew, the dude even knew who I was. He said, said, oh, you need this green. I said, and I just said, I had to shove him to get back. I said, oh, fuck, yeah, like I got mad, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I think is crazy. Like, he recognized you, he knew you who you are, who yeah, you yeah. were, and he but still, still won't let you, you in because right. of this. Like, 
Come on, man. You 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 can let that through. You can yeah. let that through. Yeah. 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 It's like every one of them is my friends. I worked with half of the fucking right, exactly. backstage. They, you know, they'll all be happier from there, you know? Right. Well, not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them, but, you know. So, so we got to talk about this album, man. Yeah. How does it feel to, to, to kind of take, I guess if you want to call it a hiatus, an eight-year hiatus, and then come back and drop a fucking monster of an album? Well, you know what it is, is uh, uh, it's the album I wanted to make, so right. I finally got to make the album I wanted to make, and the next one's going to be the same, but what, what happens is, you know, I manage myself, I do everything myself, and, and it's a little bit tougher, than I don't have all the same, I, you know, I'm doing, within them eight years, I did probably six, seven hundred shows, mm -hmm. and, and uh, feeding myself, and, yeah. and doing, uh, you know, 50 features, and I, I between, you know, between them years, I probably did 50, 60 records. You yeah, know? So yeah. it's not like I'm not working. You know, it's not like music, I disappeared, right, got a right, job. I was yeah. in the hustle. I was doing shows, doing recording, doing videos, features. directing videos, right. doing features. So yeah. it's just that to do a full length album, you need the right situation to do it. Like, rather, you don't want to just do, okay, I'm going to do 17 songs. <laughs> And then you put 17 songs out, no one even knows it's out. And right. You know, why not just do one every, you know, couple months? And it's the same thing as a fucking album, but it keeps the momentum. Oh, new song, new song, new song. It keeps the people Rather than yeah. if you draw out your album and it's 17 songs and nobody knows it's out, they're all old 17 songs True. and 16. All the songs are old in six months. You know, not to the purest fans. Like, oh, it's a classic, but the people that don't know it. So you know, I was. I like. Plus, what you do, you build your momentum. You do records with other artists that that have their own fan bases. So you do you do a Wu Tang thing, and it you know builds off of their fan base. A Jedi Mind Trick it builds off of their fan base. And people who don't know who the fuck you are, you know, come to the you know, cause cause I don't have the mass marketing corporate money to to say, yo, this is who the fuck I am, and 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 and, and have the you know big posters up and the, you know, the big radio campaigns and, and, and video campaign. I don't have money like that, you know, I don't have, have that. So, you know, just working with all the hip hop gods is, is a good way to get everybody knowing who you are, you know, and, and all the gods want to work with R.A., so I'm lucky, man, yeah. I'm, I'm lucky, you know, so. I want to ask you one thing, I saw, like, I think about a month ago, you had came at Danny Brown about the album oh, cover true. thing. it's true, he picked Yeah, I mean, like, did, did y'all hash it out? Of course he bit it, you know, but, but, no, no, Danny's a good guy, I love the guy, well, I don't love him, I, I, I met him the other day in Switzerland, we had a show together, and he was like, yo, I've been a fan since, you know, come on, that, that whole energy, that's you, man, come on, man, you know, Stanley Kubrick, this day's name might join some. Uh, no doubt, very respectful person, you know, exchange information. And then, you know, uh, then I saw his album cover. I said, <laughs> that's the same shit as mine. Yeah. But, you know, he so, said he was like, I didn't even see your album cover. He so. didn't say he didn't see it. He said, no, I thought about it myself. I thought of it myself. But the thing is, here's the thing. It's the same genre music, you know, iTunes got the thing, or you, you see it, but what happens is Danny Brown got, you know, Slim Shady's manager, the Paul Rosenberg, the whole, or not Paul Rosenberg, but the, uh, Peter, uh, about Peter Rosenberg? No, 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 Paul is M's manager, but you know, it's the same camp, that whole, no, yeah, I no, I Peter's Peter the rate. No, Peter Rosenberg. I thought Paul Rosenberg was. Am, am I getting no, it backwards? Yeah, you I think did. You did. Yeah. You're getting it backwards. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Paul, but he, uh, he has the same management. Uh, you know, Alchemist and, yeah. Yeah. and Danny Brown and Action Bronson all got the mm -hmm. same management. Okay. So they're right. In the, they're in the right circle. So so they uh, they're making a good impact in the in the game right now. Yeah. So sometimes I think that you know you see a little thing and go, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, like or or maybe you don't purposely do it you say you know it's in the back of your mind right. but come on it's, it's a presidential historical figure in the frame it's you know 
So I don't give a fuck though. Danny's album is, is light years different than mine. It's a different fucking album. I'm a different MC. He's a different MC. He's a good man. I'm a good man. It's it's it's, it's all love, you know. So and, and you know, if I saw Danny, I wouldn't be a hey, bitch, but I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, you know, come on, that album. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the small thing. But you know, Danny got all these these hardcore fans like, you, your album sucks. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, so wow. they came Nobody at you. Stole it. Nobody yeah, stole it. They was just coming right at you. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Piece of shit. Fuck you. You're a yeah. piece of shit. Goons was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing like these little pussies. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Talking tough on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, man. But it's just funny, like, like, oh, you know. You know, but but it's funny. You know, fuck the Danny Brown thing. That's nothing. That's that's little yeah. funny. I sent one little tiny baby tweet to him. Like, hey, that's my album cover. That's all. Yeah. But you know, in the past, when other MCs steal rhymes from me or steal flows or steal chorus, whatever the fuck it was, when the fans call it out, I see all the people attack. Like they're the fans of the people that stole from me. Yeah. Go. They would never listen to R.A.'s music. It's like. All of them listen to R.A.'s music, you stupid fucks. Like, they all know, like, all the rappers, they listen to each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether one's mainstream or underground, it's the same right. thing as filmmaking. Right. Like, the Hollywood guy is watching the little indie yeah. Yeah. motherfucker yeah. going, yeah, that's a nice shot. You know, the big mainstream rapper looks at the underground rap and goes, nobody listens to this fucking dick, haha, <laughs> and goes in the booth and says something very similar. You know, uh, that's the game. Has your fan base changed that you've noticed? Like, I know back in the day, like, you had that line where you said, uh, I don't want fans who don't know who G-Rap is, and 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 we talk to a lot of kids that don't know G-Rap is. Don't know who G -Rap yeah, 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 is. Yeah. And we try to not educate. I don't want to sound like a pretentious asshole, right, even right. though I am. Um, <laughs> we do try to inform them of who these guys are. But I would imagine if you do have a younger crowd, they probably don't know. Yeah. Well, well here's the thing. I wrote that lyric in 2004. Right. So at that particular point, if any of my fans didn't know G-Rap. Come on, wait the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, right. now it's 2013, yeah. so now, okay, if you don't know who Pun is, wait the fuck up. You know, it's yeah. like, give it 10 right. years after, you know, you. It's, okay. it's the same lyric, but you know, okay, if a kid was born in 1993 and might not know a G Rap record, okay, he's born in 1993. When I wrote the record in 2004 and you're listening to the thing, you should know G, just like a kid should know Pun, should know Wu Tang. Sure. You know, it's a decade later, so you go, t I was talking 80s rappers, even though G Rap's right now too, but I'm saying, mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying. But but uh, now I say, kid, you don't know Wu Tang. Wake the fuck up! Or you don't yeah. know, you know, somebody who you should know. So the, the lyric still is the same meaning. But yeah, the 15 year old, 13 year old might not know a G rap, and I'll still tell, eh, come on, kid, we we got you. you yeah. Know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And with the internet around, I mean, you should know who some of these guys are. Of course, back in the day, when when the kids in the late night, early 90s, late 90s, were still on that vinyl shit, they're like, I'm cool. I still do vinyl. So when they were hardcore vinyl, they went hard to dig for shit. So they went extra hard to find that rare record they yeah. might not have heard of. Mm -hmm. Now the internet's so, so much content at all the times. There's like, you know, uh, three Action Bronson albums in a year and three, you know, this guy album in two years. And, you know, there's so much content for them to, for them to go through mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, maybe going back to 85 ain't the first thing on the agenda. You know, like, yeah. mm, let me check out... Uh, what Houdini was doing in 84, you know, like, it's not right. the first thing they're thinking about. They're going, let me check out this mixtape I mixed, missed, and this tape, and that tape, you know, there's a lot of content, smothered with content, yeah, you know, so, so, but, but on the flip side, it's true, too. If somebody says, like, like, okay, when I said a, a lyric, like, you know, uh, uh, flow reminiscent of a young Grand Poober, there's a 
13 year old kid be like Grand Poobah mm -hmm. and then could Google the shit and right. go, oh, that's the guy he's talking about. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it works in that favor too. You know, they could Google the shit out of things and learn what the hell we're talking about. Like when I, in 88, when, when uh, Chuck D would say like Farrakhan, or this, I don't even know what that means. Is it like karate? What is that? You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> what is the guy talking about? Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then, you know, you didn't have the go Farrakhan, you know, you didn't have that. Yeah. And then through the years, you go, oh, Farrakhan's the guy that, okay, you learn it. And, but the name stick in your head, but you didn't know what the fuck he was talking about till you know you do a little learning so uh today you can google whatever the f and they got that rap genius shit where the kids oh, yeah. which they decipher 90 percent of the shit wrong but it's funny. That's the best yeah. part of the site it'll be like this means that like no it doesn't <laughs> in fact it's funny uh on the song sam peckinpah where paz was on it he said like you a stone cold faggot it means what he was saying. <laughs> he was, he was kind of just went he was into just being it. like a, you know, like an ignorant fuck. Yeah, You're right. a faggot, like using an improper word that we're not allowed to say anymore, blah, blah, blah. I went to Rap Genius, it was like, it was like, Sam Peckinpah, in one of his films, had a scene where there was a homosexual undertone. So Paz oh was referencing and I was like, that's the, <laughs> like I, I, forward, I took a picture of that and sent it to Paz. Like, yo, you know that switching lyric man? He's like, that shit is sick. <laughs> I was like, you know you was thinking that? It was some subliminal Sam Peckinpah right. film you shit. You know you was thinking that, yeah. faggot. <laughs> no, Paz, you meant you're a faggot. <laughs> no extra meaning behind it, you know? Sometimes they make me sound smart. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Right, I'll tell you that one. Go ahead, kid, you got it. That's what's up. How did the collab between you and Brother Ali happen? Well, you know what's happening? I, I was uh, ending ending the album off. I was coming towards the end of the album. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always wanted to work with Ace. In fact, I, Ace and me was supposed to do something for Die Rugged Man Die. And then Ace is scared, you know, Ace in the U.S., they don't respect him like they should. Right. But in the rest of the planet, they love him. Mm -hmm. He sells out shows. He's constantly on the road. The U.S. is very superficial where, like, yo, what's the shit now? Well, you know, what's the hot shit? You know, and meanwhile, he'll put out a dope out. They don't even give a fuck because it's not marketed. Overseas, they look out for it. So Ace is like a, a lyrical, he's a god out there. You know, they, they worship the dude. Not worship, they love him. He sells out all the shows. And so he was busy. So he didn't get on Die Rugged Man Die. So I said, you know, I want to do like a bugged out collab. I want to do Juice Crew member and what other world? Like would fit like lyricism, like lyrical shit, but like it's just. And then I was like, yo, I'm gonna hit Slug about Brother Ali. So I hit up Slug. I said, yo, I don't, because I didn't know Brother Ali Percy at the time. Mm -hmm. I said, yo, I'd like to get uh, Brother Ali on his song with me and Ace. And, and Ali hit me back like the same day or maybe the next day. It was I like, bet. yo, I would love to be on a track with legends yeah. like you guys, man. It's incredible. I said, oh man. Thanks for being such a humble, nice, sweet dude. He, I mean, he's the most humble dude you ever meet in your life. You mm -hmm. met him before? Oh, yeah, we yeah, did. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did an interview with yeah. him. guy. Cool as yeah. yeah, so so then after that, we just, you know, got a friendship. And then when we shot the video, he came out to my spot in Harlem for a couple of days, and we kicked it, and, you know, so he's a, he's a very good man. Very, very, very good man. So And the song came out, you know. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, I really like mm -hmm. the song a lot. And Mr. Green, Mr. Green. You know, uh, did some of the best beats on the whole album. He, yeah. I, I put a picture up on Twitter, uh, on one of them, either the Facebooks or the Twitter, like two, three months before I finished my album, and it was him at his drum machine. I said, yo, I'm going to get this dude a fucking cape. He's rescuing my album. <laughs> um, and then you got the haters be like, you know, the people that make beats themselves, like, Mr. Green, he, you know, I could do what he does. Shut the fuck up. You can't do what Green does. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, could do a, you could do a beat that sounds semi classic but it's not a classic it's not him. my man green can make a classic i love the dude's beats man mm -hmm. yeah i mean i, I mean i love uh, all the people i worked with i, I really liked uh, 
you know, Buck Wild, he did every record label sucks dick, so he came back and did two songs on this one, which was like, wow, you know, so, you know, I mean, it's all different various producers. We had a good time making the record, you know. Yeah. And then we had, uh, what I did with this one, I had extra money where I could spend on the album, where usually, like, that record man died, cost 3500 to do the whole album. It was really? super, super, super low budget. Uh, this one, if a beat wasn't big enough, like I still get to today, I was able to get dudes to come in and play keys, play a bass, play, you know, and you know, we really, um, Tom Thumb, I was able to get girls coming in and playing violins on it, and, and, and uh, um, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of different musical elements where I was like, you know what, that beat is hot, but I just want it to be bigger. So like there was a, lo a lot of production on an album, that, that I had time where I could sit in the studio and work on making it sound the way it needed to sound. My old stuff, especially the raucous stuff, that was that was mm. a time where like, okay, you gotta make the beat, write the rhyme, mix it and hand it in, you know, five hours, because that's all you could afford in the studio. And yeah. you, okay, okay, song's done. So, you know, a lot of people go, oh, that's a classic song you did for raw. I was like, I fucking hate it. Like, I hated it when I handed <laughs> it in. Feel rushed. But like, uh, people like it, you know, people like the, the, the raw, ugly shit too, so, you know, I just hate performing it still. Like, like I'll be over. Oh, do that one. All right, you dick. I'll do that one too. You know? <laughs> I'm done with that fucking song. Twenty years later, you know. Well, well, the rock stuff ain't twenty years later. What's that? The, the, the fourteen years later. But I still like doing every record label sucks dick and that early stuff because I had time to play on that. I, I had time to make those songs sound the way I want them to. But then I had all that time to make those records sound the way I want to. But then they got bootlegged and the versions that exist all these shitty shit quality sounding yeah. uh, unmastered crap versions so it's like oh man this is the first one I got to sit in the studio like like I had a label type budget and just sit there and work on it and then mix it the way I wanted to master it the way I wanted to and have oh wow it sound and you know and then it got released the way I wanted to yeah. sound yeah, yeah. so it's the, you know a lot of the other stuff you know, was uh, you know hit me in the heart. You know, yeah. it sucks being poor sometimes, but right. uh, <laughs> but I'm not poor no more. I, I, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't use the word poor. I was you know uh, hurting for a while, but the last decade with all my shows yeah. and all everything going on, I've been doing uh, surviving, eating, and, and and that's why I'm doing all, shooting all these videos because I go on tour, come home, I get, get you know get these these this money, I go shoot more videos to promote. Mm -hmm. Legends, because I want the world to hear Legends Never Die, you know? Yeah. I mean, you guys heard it, some of the fans of heard it, but there's still, every time I drop a new video, they're like, that new R.A. song, holy oh, shit. Yeah. Like, like, a lot of people, mm. when you do when you do the video, yeah. that's like a brand new song to them, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah. Man, I think that that was kind of one of the thing, one of the reasons why we wanted to get behind it, because I know he and I kind of talked, you know, on the side, and we was like, nah, we, we gotta do this album, because we haven't done an album in a while, so, and we know that we have fans that, look for stuff that you make so that's why we really pushed to do it on dead and hip-hop too and plus i, I we, we just wanted to us. talk about yeah. it i was yeah. like yeah. we're gonna move yeah. past yeah. and not review this album and this yeah. this was you already had one classic and i yeah. feel like you just dropped another classic album like i think this album will be talked about 10 years from now like people are gonna look back and be like how the fuck did he do this and then wait eight years and do it again. Yeah. Well, I hope they talk about it in 20 years. That's, that, that's my goal because I'm, I'm going to be torn for another 20 years. And, and the thing is, uh, that's why, like I say, when I do songs, I do songs that I wrote, I wrote when I was 17, 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And 20, 20 something years later, you're sitting in fucking Poland and they're singing the song to it. And you're yeah. like, wow, you know, that's the goal is to make it where, like, hopefully they'll be singing it all across, across the globe in 20 years from now. So are, are, are record labels still scared of you? Because I mean, we, we used to hear stories mm -hmm. all the time. I'm sure, mm -hmm. I'm sure most of them are true, but some of them, like I heard one, and you'll have to confirm or deny, <laughs> but I heard one 
where you walked into an you industry whisper? meeting. Because, man, make, make me close your ears. This is vulgar. So you walked into, you walked into a, a, a record exec room that, you know, and you got up on the table and you pulled down your pants and took a shit on the table. No, no, it's a false one. I thought it was, I was hoping it was true. Yeah. <laughs> so might was there anything close to this? Uh, there's a couple shit things that happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. But not that one. They, uh, one time I said I pulled my dick out in the label, which was a lie. Yeah. That was uh, one time I did a photo shoot and it was like a mannequin finger fell off and I was like, ha ha. I was, like, <laughs> I was a kid and I walked in the label with a mannequin finger <laughs> and this big, big lady was like, ha he's disrespecting black women. And like, I said, what does that have to do with black women? <laughs> mannequin finger in my pants. I don't understand. It's weird, and then and then they they all started writing letters to the label like, oh, I'm scared to be in the elevator with R.A. He's gonna rape me. It was crazy. Oh my god, so I was crazy. I was like, okay, all right. All over a mannequin finger. Well, there was a little more. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I caught, caught a couple of charges. It looked kind of, you know, lawsuits. Little ladder. I was wild. Man. I was a wild young man. You know, I'm, I'm trying to keep keep away from them. <laughs> You know, I try to be a uh, cool calm. You know, I got the little nice jacket I wore today. I right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from a video shoot. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, I just shot a video. I said, ah, I fucking wear it. You know, it's crazy. Is it so for your next album? Um, is there anybody you looking forward to, like collabing with on your new project? Like to, uh, um, I did a song with Rock Kim recently, and it's for a soundtrack. Oh, but God. but it's a, it's a uh, it's a kind of pop soundtrack. So the beat is kind of like got. Uh, Rammstein, you know the German Rammstein. group. Yeah. So they're playing guitar on it, and then uh, uh, it's like a and, and and oh my God, what's the singer's name? Uh, forgive me. Give me uh, some hints. She sings that song Unstoppable. Uh, the big, big, uh, had a big hit record recently. Unstoppable. She, she, she's from where Rihanna's from, from Barbados. Oh Lord. But she, she, oh. we'll think about it. Before. Uh, she sings the chorus. And Rock him and me are rapping our asses off, but the beat is very kind of you know commercial and guitars. Oh, and okay. so uh, I was talking with Green's manager, and Rock him said, "Well, actually, the thing is, when I was in the studio doing the song with Rock him, mm -hmm. he was like, 'Yo, oh, is your album done yet?' Because this was before Legends was done. And I said, "Ah." He said, I said, yeah, it is. And I said, no, 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 why? <laughs> He's like, yo, send me a joint if you want me to put a verse on something. Wow. I, was, I was like, cool. So I went to Greens and I recorded like a brand new joint and I sent it out. And then, but like it was like only three weeks till I had to hand in the album. Mm. So, so it was like, oh, Rakim got that verse. And it was like, oh, yeah, we're in Atlanta, we're here, wherever the fuck they was. Mm. And then it didn't happen on time. I don't know if they'd be up for it, but I would love to do. Uh, Rock him and Kane and me on the same record. That would be crazy. I would love yeah. it. I know he was about to say. I had a feeling he was about to say. Yeah, Kane. I'm he about to say big daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's I'm a fine. Kane fanboy. I'm a Rock him fanboy. Yeah. So, like when I met Rock him, I was all fanboyed out, you know. And uh, Kane, I, I recently did a show of big festival with him, and uh, he was like, "Yo, all right." I said, "Oh shit," you know. And then, and then when he's on stage. He was like, yo, how many y'all here to see, blah, blah. And, he, and he's like, oh, right, right. He said, I was like, oh, shit, King shouted me out. I'm the king, I'm the king. <laughs> Everyone was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, oh. But Kane shouted me out. Yeah, right, right. You know who the fuck I am? <laughs> Kane's one of the greatest ever, man. Most well, definitely. Yeah. That era, that era, that era is uh, sad because now vocally, uh, every rapper is allowed to be weak vocally. You know, voice is allowed to be weak. You couldn't get away with that little squeaky right. shit yeah. back then, you know? Now it's like, uh, 
you know, now you're allowed to sound like a bitch, it's, you know, and not be a bitch. You know, <laughs> right. you know, you know MC Light sounds harder than 95% of the yeah, male rappers yeah. today. Wow, yep. that's, yeah, that's true. That's like, she true. came out like, kick that, bro. Yeah, she was crazy and sounded mm -hmm. better, yeah. Now the rappers today, <laughs> All right, MC Light, get him. Get right, 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 get him. <laughs> I wanted to go back, man, like, um, so you saw the review that we did, like, what did you think about the review? Personally? I thought you guys were on point. You know, I yeah. thought, I, you, know I, you guys understood the record. I make mm -hmm. the record for people like you that understand the record. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was good to see a bunch of dudes that understood it and all in the same crew. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think you know, I, I made the record for Authentic Heads, man. So, you know, anytime an Authentic Head hears it, they go crazy. It's the mm -hmm. little yeah. nerd yeah. jerk-offs yeah. that don't understand. Like, I was playing my album for Grandmaster Kaz, and he was like, yo, like, you inspire me. And, and you, you're taping it. That right. Kaz said that to me. He's like, right. I need to hang out right. with dudes like you. Because like, I listen to radio. I don't, you know, sometimes you don't even want to rap. It's like, yo, mm. I need to, you inspire. I was like, yo, Kaz, man. You know, you're like the, you know, so yeah. like, like, you know, like, authentic hip hop has anybody that's a MC and they all really, really appreciate the record, you know? So it's for them. It's not for these little nerdy dudes. I like, you know, Whatever the fuck is hip for the minute. You right, know? right. <laughs> they go like, oh, I like underground rap. I listen to no disrespect to Action Bronson, Danny Brown, but they're highly, uh, uh, you know, they, they're getting good PR right now. So sometimes right. a nerd will try to say, oh, I'm hip hop because I like Joey Badass, Action Bronson, and Danny Brown. It's like, right. yeah, they're the three guys in the forefront, yeah, dick right. face, you know? Like, <laughs> it's easy you to know, say. Yeah. I like Action Bronson too, but, you know, and I like Joey and I like these guys, but, you know, there's. Come right. on, man. You know, I'm not. I don't like them because I got spoon-fed and brainwashed to be told to like. You know, that's 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 what what part of programming is in in in, uh, in music. They, that's what they do. You know. So. Speaking of that review, one thing I remember saying was, whenever asked about the best MCs in the game, I almost feel like your name doesn't come up very much. But. When when it does, even though it doesn't, when you ask, well, have you heard R.A.? Yeah, he's fucking, he's amazing, he's dope, he's incredible. Do you still feel underrated? You know, years yeah, later. Of course, I'm underrated. Of course, I'll stop every <laughs> fucking rapper. So you know, right. and then they yeah. name top fives. I'm not on it. I'm underrated. You right. know, like, and it's people on their top. You know what? But that's not just me. Yeah. So many rappers are underrated because yeah. the fucking top-rated motherfuckers are corny. You know, like like who's the best rapper? Yeezy's the album of the year. That's what fucking uh, Complex said. Yeezy's the album of the year. Mm. I said, that's the worst rap album right. in five fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it the album of the year? So, so, you know, when you got, you got Yeezy, that's how come Kendrick is so highly praised mm -hmm. because he's a good rapper. Kendrick got lyrics, mm -hmm. he can rhyme. Right. And when he spit that verse that everyone went crazy about, mm -hmm. it was a dope hip hop verse. And it wasn't like game, oh my God. You know, like everybody, yeah. oh, I, I said, that's dope. Cool verse. But what happens is, the bar right now is old, old, unhungry Jay-Z. That's mm -hmm. supposed to be the, yep. you know, Jay-Z is not spitting fire. He's spitting regular, like, oh, yeah, I could do whatever. Yeah. Be lazy. It's lazy yeah. Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. so, so you got lazy Jay-Z. You got, you got, you got average-ass rhyming Kanye. And, and that, that's the high bar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then when Kendrick steps high above oh, that, oh they God. go, whoa! Yeah. It's like, of yeah. course he's better than Lazy Jay-Z and Mediocre Kanye. So so that's why, because, you know, he's got the Interscope machine behind him, so he's mm -hmm. a highly 
publicized lyricist, yeah. and there's not too many in the game. So that's that, that's why a Kendrick is bow. That's why they got him there. But uh, uh, you know, you could put Kendrick ball for ball. Like we were just talking about Rex. Rex could go ball for ball with the guy. Oh yeah. But you know, uh, he's he doesn't have the interscope machine behind right. him. So right. there's a ton of look at Elzai. Elzai will stomp Kendrick. You know, and I, and don't disrespect the Kendrick. I just think Elzai is a lyricist. Uh, uh, so, but that's the game. So there's a ton of rappers that are underrated when 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 all these rappers are. You think Jay's not the dopest? No. <laughs> Does anybody really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. Lot, that's a lot. Lot. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like Jay-Z in his prime was a ferocious, unbelievable lyricist. Did not take nothing. And, and his history, you can't take take away Jay-Z's history. But when you want to add years onto it, because he, because he, now he's the, the the you know the name, yeah. and give him an extra ten years of being dope when he wasn't so dope no more. Right. See, I, I, but, but but listen, I believe if Jay wanted to be lyrically monstrous right now he could yeah. like I still think he has it I th still think he has it in him but he doesn't give a fuck because the people don't give a fuck Jay can mm. spit his best bars tomorrow no one would notice the difference between that and a mediocre bar see he just knows he could be like ba boom ba boom get in the studio have fun and it's a, and that's a rap and we're all oh, the best rapper that's what happens when you have, you know, four hundred million dollars. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you can sell whatever. You can sell yeah. whatever. I know you got some. It's already working. What you got? I'm just enjoying listening to this. I know, I know, yeah. I know. But what's yeah. something that you always wanted to act on if you ever saw the shit story? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the real story. The real. Sto I, I'm gonna disappoint everybody right here because they. Uh -oh. There's a story where, man. We was all recording in the same studios. And one, I, this is the softest story you're ever going to hear. Mm. I had a honey and tea and <laughs> a mix of that shit in my cup for my throat. I was losing my voice. And I spilt it into the, the half a million dollar mixing board. So, oh, shit, everyone's all right, all right, all right. Then somebody made up a story that the engineer, I didn't like the engineer's mixing, so I got pissed and diarrhea all over the half a million dollar. <laughs> And it went around the whole industry that RA diarrhea, and there wasn't no Twitter back then. You couldn't be like, I did right, not diarrhea. Yeah. So, oh so, I, and I felt like, you know, assholes, I spent, spilled a little honey and water in the board. <laughs> you know, so, so it's a discipline, because the, the RA shit on the mixing board one is infamous. So, uh, you know, but there's a ton of other oh, stories man. like that. <laughs>